Welcome to the She Led First podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Degree. I'm the founder of She Led First, a business educator and mindset mentor helping first-generational female leaders confidently start to elevate their online business. In this space, we will discuss all things entrepreneurship, the first-generation mindset, elevating your business, and strategies that bring you closer to creating the generational wealth you deserve and desire. Let's get started. All right. Hello, 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 ladies. I hope you're doing well. Um, By now, I'm sure you've noticed a pretty big change, which is so funny because the last episode had quite a big change as well. But we have it redirected, and I want to tell you all about this new podcast, about this new business, and everything that has been going on to create this pretty large shift um, in such a quick amount of time. So by now, I'm sure you've noticed that I have changed the name of my business from The Perfectionist to She Led First, and just saying She Led First makes me so happy. I have for some time been trying to find the best way to box in all of these incredible things that I'm trying to do. And this mission-driven business really encapsulates everything just so seamlessly. And I am thrilled to be changing the podcast name to match this business so that everything is under one home. So let me just give you a quick um, explanation of what She Led First is. So She Led First is a mission-driven business. It's a business in which I am helping first-generation female leaders create and elevate their online business. So this movement, this mission-driven business is for first-generation leaders who want to start an online business or they want to elevate their current online business. So it really is encompassing the mission in many different ways, and I will continue to create products. However, the products that I create from this moment forward will also be for first-generation female leaders who want to create and elevate their online business. So everything is under one roof. We're just in one home with this new name, And I'm really, really thrilled to continue on this journey with you. And I assure you, (laughs) mainly because I'm sitting here batching all these episodes that we're, we're on a weekly basis now, okay? Every single Monday, we will be speaking. So that is my commitment to you. That is my commitment to this business that every single Monday, I will be releasing a brand new episode for you. And I encourage you as well to get onto my email list. You can go to um, sheledfirst.com, which will be linked in the description of this episode. Um, I will also do be doing weekly newsletters. So I'm really, really excited to create this push and hopefully this drive in you to get your business up and running, or if you have a business to get it elevated and to start creating the, the wealth and the income and the freedom that I know you desire. So today, we're going to be talking about three mistakes to avoid when starting or elevating your business. Now, this episode is a little bit contradictory, mainly because 
everything that we're going to talk about today, it's not that I don't want you to do it. I just want you to understand that there is a way to do this wrong. Now, with business, a lot of things are trial and error. You will discover that on your journey as well. Um, But there are things and there are ways to do things correctly or incorrectly. So I want to tell you three mistakes that will harm your ability to create or elevate your business. Okay, so let's get started with number one, joining Facebook groups. Now, again, I have a Facebook group, okay? I'm not telling you not to join Facebook groups. I'm not saying that, especially because we look, we get so fucking excited about our business and quickly, very, very, very quickly, you will realize who around you is into business and who is not, right? Because if someone's not into business and they're not into what you're into and they're not into the level of elevation or growth in this particular sector of your life, which is your business, you will quickly start to, I don't want to say distance yourself from them, but the conversations will probably dwindle in so many ways. And so there is a lonelier component to entrepreneurship that I don't think enough people talk about. Um, especially when the people around you are not doing what you're doing, you just look unnecessarily busy to them, right? You just look like you're no longer available. You just look like you're always on your phone or whatever the case may be. And so there is this level of you wanting to find this certain companionship, this, the people who just get it, you know? And it's it's difficult to do that. And so I think a lot of people, what they do is they turn to these Facebook groups because not only do they want information and education, but they want to feel like they're a part of a community. They want to be around people that really, really get them. And so um, that's amazing. I highly encourage it. However, <laughs> when things go Things can very easily take a turn when you enter entrepreneurship Facebook groups. And let me tell you why. Number one, the person who created the group, you should understand, is a business owner as well, right? So now that you've joined the group, they're probably going to ask you for your email address to get started. If they didn't, they definitely should (laughs) because they're going to put you on their newsletter, their email list, and you're going to continue to get information from them, uh, which is absolutely incredible. It's exciting. It's something you should do as well when you start a business. However, we can sometimes allow this to be a distraction, right? Because now you're a part of this new community. Sometimes that community is assigning like homework and telling you to do all these exercises and telling you to do all these challenges. And if you have absolutely no business strategy, maybe that's a good thing for you. But the women who I know is listening to this definitely want a strategy, right? You don't want to just say, oh, this Facebook group looked really cool. I joined it. And now I'm just doing whatever this person says, right? I've completely abandoned my own strategy for whatever challenges on their Facebook, their Instagram stories they want to do this month, right? So it's very easy to then become distracted. It takes up too much of your time, especially after you do that initial, um, introduction post, right? You can introduce yourself and people, you will start getting a slew of people who are like, hi, how are you introducing themselves? You also have to be careful about that, 
right? I'm not telling you not to do it. And I'm going to keep saying that throughout this episode. I'm not telling you not to do these things. I'm telling you to not get trapped in these things, right? Because community, connection, networking is actually very, very important to you as an entrepreneur. But taking on and talking to people that do not benefit the success of your business or the success of your circle, then, you know, you're just talking to some random person that you have nothing going on with, right? So this is what I mean by this. You find a person, right? You introduce yourself to them and then, you know, maybe they're responding to you once a day. The conversation is dragging out. They ask you if you want to do a Zoom call and, you know, you're nervous about it. Like it's weeks and weeks going on and you're just like having one word sentences or conversations with this person trying to keep something alive. This is what I mean. When I say they don't contribute to the success, I don't mean like they're not helping you grow your business. That's not what I mean. And I don't think you should be looking for that in in the Facebook group. So having the community is one thing in like the continued interest, the mutual interest of, of business and growth with with someone else. That's incredible. Yes, you do want that, but you don't want somebody just taking up your time either. Okay. Um, I will also say I really um, started through the Facebook groups when I first got started and I met my now accountability partner and I went through very, through several people, right? I was having weekly conversations with several people and the person that has still to this day, and this has been like two years now, um, is my current accountability partner named Anya. Um, and Anya and I still talk once a week and we are very invested with one another. You know, we're, it's a mutual exchange of information of benefit. We're both investing and we're coming together <laughs> communally in providing each other with knowledge, right? We, we, ha- we run two completely different businesses. Anya is an artist and she lives in a different country and we still manage to talk once a week. We prioritize our conversations, Right. So again, I'm not telling you not to do this. I'm telling you to make sure it's a mutual exchange of information. And as leaders, especially first generation leaders, sometimes we're just used to being the fucking leader. Right. We're used to leading the conversation. We're used to the being the one who has the most information. And that's fine. It just can't be the case all the time. So just recognize that pattern. Another thing about Facebook groups is that um, you might notice that you, well, you won't notice this. <laughs> That's the problem is that for some people, you, th- they're starting to ask you very interesting questions and you feel like maybe, oh, there's something you don't know. Like they're in some inner circle or whatever. Um, what are your business goals? What do you have going on? Like, what are you excited about this next quarter? Those are kind of red flag flag questions, in my personal opinion, of someone you've never, ever had a conversation with, right? Like this person is about to sell to you. They're trying to get you on a call because they are a business coach. And so just take a quick look at this person's profile, right? And it doesn't mean don't respond to them. Maybe they are just being genuine. You can definitely respond. But if you start noticing this repetitive line Pay attention to that line. 
That line tells you you're about to get something sold to you, right? And that's not why you're here. That is not why you're here. So um, that's something that you may not recognize at first until you get on that Zoom call with this person that you're really excited to talk to and then you realize they're actually stepping you slowly into some sales calls of how now they can help you. And that's why they remained in this group for so long, right? To look at who's new, who's introducing themselves. Great. Now you're their target audience. So so just keep that in mind, okay? There are some really, really incredible people and sparks will not fly with each one of those people. You may start talking to someone, it may start off great and then it's like that person fell off the face of the earth. And that's okay. You will find your person, okay? You'll find your Anya too or your Desiree. I guarantee it. Okay, so that's number one. Just be careful in your methods when you're joining Facebook groups and you're engaging with people in Facebook groups. So number two is going to be following too many gurus, right? Following too many coaches, mentors. And once again, this is something that I recommend you do, but just be careful about. Okay, so what happens when you do this is you start realizing you're getting too much conflicting information. And with all this conflicting information, you might stop doing anything because you're like, I don't know who to listen to. This person looks like they're really great at their business. It looks like they know what they're doing and they recommended this. This other person I really like said to do this when it comes to reels. This person said upload twice a day. This person said whatever's consistent. This person said go live every week. This person said, go live once a month, right? There's too much conflicting information. Who is right? You know, that's a trick question for yourself. Try your best not to try and figure out who's right, right? Who's right, who's wrong? It really doesn't matter. They're both right in their own way. It's not about who you follow is right or wrong. It's about who you follow that best serves the thing that you're trying to do. If the person that you're following and you really like is telling you, you have to upload every single day. You have to upload two reels a day. And that's something you would never do now or like just never. Like you, you would have absolutely no interest in doing that. You start to have to question, why are you following this person? right? Maybe in the future, some of the things you're seeing, you're like, okay, I think I might be able to do that. Then that's fine, right? Give it some time. Ease into that. Ease into their advice. But waiting around and then just trying to find or trying to decipher who's right, who's wrong, and then end up doing nothing is what's going to hurt you, okay? Because now, You are unintentionally, of course, just allowing yourself to be flooded with so much information that it's paralyzing your ability to take action, right? If you're hearing something every single day and you're choosing not to implement on it, you are wasting your time. And I know that's not what you want. And another thing you have to remember when it comes to following all these people is in the reason that I say no one's right or wrong is because the person that you're following has a target audience and you might or you might not be their target audience. So 
If you're seeing someone that is consistently telling you to push out, push out, push out, right? Create all this content all day, every day. That person's target audience might be someone who is a content creator, is a, who wants to be a brand ambassador, right? An influencer, right? Those people actually do need to create a lot of content. But if, you know, you're a business owner, you're a product-based business owner or a service-based business owner, those things, posting twice or three times a day might not be as necessary for you, right? Because you're not trying to work with these big brands that require those kind of things, right? So it's a matter of understanding that just because you fit the niche, just because this person creates content and this person is a coach, a mentor, a business owner, or a um, strategist for entrepreneurs, just because you happen to be an entrepreneur doesn't mean you fit the full description of their target audience. And if this is something that you are like, huh, I guess I hadn't thought about that, that's going to come across in your content as well, right? Like, would you, are you, when you, when you get really confused about when you make content, it's because you probably aren't as aware of what it means to be your target audience, what your target audience looks like, what they need to see, what they find valuable, what's important to them, how you can structure their needs, desires, aspirations, and values into your actual content as you market your product or your service, right? And so that's something you'll have to keep in mind both for yourself as you consume content, but also as you create it. So that's number two. And before I get to number three, (laughs) I want to announce something to you. So I'm going to be on August 19th at 10.30 a.m. CST. I am going to be doing a roadmap, a roadmap of getting your business started, a roadmap training for first-generation female leaders who are ready to create and elevate their business. I'm going to give you the roadmap of success. The roadmap that I feel is the one group of things that you need in order to properly start and scale your business. Okay, so I... Something that I wish I had when I first started is like the no BS roadmap, right? Don't tell me anything I don't need to know. (laughs) I just want to know what moves the needle. I want to know within the first year of business, what should I be focusing on? What should my day-to-day look like? What should my week-to-week look like, right? Should I be studying monthly goals or quarterly goals? What do I need to succeed? And because that was me, years ago, a couple of years ago, I'm going to provide you with that roadmap. And the free training, it's completely free. I will put a link to sign up to the training um, in the show notes. If you sign up for the training, you will get the link to, to attend the training live via Zoom. But also I will send you the replay afterwards. So if you're not able to attend live, that's fine. But you won't get the link to the replay or to attend live if you do not sign up. So I'm thrilled to have that conversation. I'm thrilled to provide you this roadmap that I wish I had a couple of years ago when I started. And 
yeah, to really dive deeper into the strategic aspects of everything that I'm talking about today. Okay. So if you're interested, please do sign up using the link. Now let's go on for number three. Since we're talking about niche versus target audience, here's number three. Number three is that you're making content for your niche versus your target audience. That is a mistake that will hold you back in your business. And it's something that you probably will not even notice when you first start off. As we start as a product or a service business owner, um, we care a lot about relatability, right? Because we're new and we're trying to settle ourselves into the authority, right? As the person who is creating something with passion, but also is the expert who also is the authority. And before we can create that authority aspect, we have to be a little bit more relatable. And so because of that, we want to be funny and we want to be charismatic and we want to let people know that we get them, right? There's, and that's what you should be doing, absolutely. But the double-edged sword here is the fact that when you're trying to be relatable to one group, is the relatability to your target audience or is the relatability to your niche? And that's what you have to keep in mind, right? Because you can end up actually going viral because you are being so relatable, but it's viral to the wrong people. And here's what that looks like. Let's say I say, um, I create a reel, right? And I'm like, the, the caption, the text on the reel says, when you're, when you've been talking to a potential lead all week and they ghost you, right? And I'm like fake crying or whatever on the reel, right? That's really funny to people who do what I do. But is that actually funny to the, to my target audience? My target audience wouldn't get what that feels like. They don't care what that feels like. They may get offended. Like, it's, it's just not relatable at all to them. So while it's a relatable piece of content, it is to my competitors. It is to the people in my network, right? And again, this is not something you should never do. It's just something you should keep in mind. The content that you're creating for your business is for your target audience, not your niche. Not your competitors, not to the other people, Always, as you create content and as you show up for your business, remember the person you're showing up for. Give that person a name, one name, and just say, would this be funny to this person? Would this person know this is for them, right? Making sure that everything goes back entirely to this one person that you're trying to sell to. That is your goal. So again, I'm so, so, so happy to be back here. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. Once again, sign up for the Roadmap Training. Um, it will be hosted on August 19th, 2023, 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And um, it will be hosted via Zoom. And yeah, I hope that you will sign up. I hope to see you there or I hope you will enjoy the replay if you sign up and I will send you that link afterwards. But I am so, so thrilled to be here back on the podcast and I hope that you're enjoying this first episode. I hope that you will leave me a rating and a review because it helps me so, so much. 
And I will see you next Monday or you will hear me next Monday on our next episode. And as always, keep bleeding. Keep bleeding.